0: Did y'all know that much like we have a gut microbiome, we also have a skin microbiome, which means we have tons of beneficial bacteria on our skin that protect us from pathogens? And did you also know that when you use harsh soaps and chemicals on your body, it it can kill those bacteria and it can also create other imbalances, pH imbalances, etc., within the skin microbiome. So when I learned this information a couple of years ago, I stumbled upon Alivia skincare, and we have been using it exclusively ever since. So Olivia has body cleanser. So it's like a body wash. My entire family uses it. And not only actually do we use it on our skin as body wash, but we also use it for our hair. Like I don't have shampoo for my kids. I use Allevia for my kids. And I love Olivia because not only does it smell amazing, but it's 100% natural and organic, it's non-toxic, it's free of all artificial fragrances and dyes, it's environmentally friendly, and it's not a soap. It is a prebiotic body cleanser. So it actually helps support and nourish that skin microbiome. And it works so well, especially if you have sensitive skin. It can help with eczema, pariasis, body acne, things like that. We love the green tea honeysuckle scent. It smells heavy heavenly. It's so amazing. I usually stock up and get like five bottles at a time so that I can get free shipping and they last a really long time. Like five or six bottles will last me, my whole family, about a year or so. So you can go to allevia.com That's A-L-E-A-V-I-A.com and use the code TaylorK15 and that will save you 15% off of all of your allevia orders. Hi, everyone. Today I am just going to share my quick thoughts with you about those toddler alarm clocks. So they're like called sometimes okay to wake clocks. They're called a bunch of different things. There's a bunch of different brands, but basically the idea of them is that the parent sets the time that they want the child to wake up or come out of their room and the clock will turn a color. So some of them, you set it for like say 630 and it turns yellow. So the child knows maybe they can get up and play quietly around their room room. And then at seven, it will turn green. And that's when the child knows they can come out of their room. And so some people call these sleep training toddler clocks. And so I just wanted to share some thoughts about them because I get asked a lot, what do you think about these clocks and is this sleep training and et cetera, et cetera. And really the answer is it all really just depends on how you use it. So we actually own a sleep to wake clock. Um, we don't use it anymore, but we did use it for a stretch, but It's in the way that you use it, the clock inherently isn't a problem, but it can be used in a way that resembles sleep training. And so here are some ways that you could use it that I would say are most likely sleep training and maybe not responsive and respectful of your children's needs. So if you turn on the clock, set the clock and tell your child, you may not come out of this room until the green light is on or whatever it is, whatever it looks like. and it doesn't matter, like that's that's all, that's the boundary, that's the rule, then that might not be, like depending on your child's age and their developmental capabilities and their understanding, that might be sleep training, right? If your child has a need and they can't come to you until the light turns green, that's sleep training. If it's used as a way to just totally separate no matter what needs your child has or what they're going through, that could be sleep training. It depends on how it's feeling to both you and your child. It depends on if they're, you're being responsive to their needs. Um, I definitely think that if you use this very rigidly, it, it could be like non-responsive sleep training. However, there are ways to use this as a tool to just help you. So if you are going to use one of these clocks, the first thing I would recommend is make it really exciting. It's not like a punishment. It's like a gift for your child. It's this cool new friend. And this friend has certain times where they sleep and certain times where they wake up. And if our friend is sleeping, we want to make sure we're quiet, right? Because we don't want to wake our friend up. Um, but we don't want to use it as a separation tool. We want to use it as a connection tool. So, you wanna remind your toddler as you're going through the boundaries that in the the boundaries and the expectations for them that if they ever need you, they can call to you and you'll come to them, right? Even if the okay to wake clock is not the color that, you know, the green color or the picture's not up or whatever it does, you will be there for them if they have a need, if they need to go to the bathroom, if they're thirsty, they just have to call for you and you'll be there. Okay. So a lot of parents use this as kind of a separation tool where they're telling the child, you may not come out. You may not call for me. You have to be totally, totally quiet until this green light goes off. But the problem is that sometimes children have needs when you know, at times of night or times in the morning, even that are not convenient for us as adults. And we have to be responsive or we should be responsive to those needs at all hours. And so, Reassuring and reminding your child that if they need something you'll be there for them um, is a really great starting point to using these clocks. The second thing I would say is that especially for young toddlers, you might not be able to expect them to stay in their room by themselves and follow the cues on the, the alarm clock that might be scary for them. It might be lonely for them. They may need some time to build up to that level of independence. And so we can use the clock, but also be there for them to help guide them through it. So if we wanted to kind of get them used to the clock and use it as a tool to help them know what time it is and whether it's an appropriate time to play or, you know, come out of their room, et cetera, then if they wake up and we can hear them or maybe they're signaling for us, we may need to go into the room with them and model for them. Okay you know mella i one of the clocks the clock that we have her name is mella so mella um is is red i can't remember what color i think she's red at night or she's dark no she's not red she's dark mella is sleeping so it's still time for us to sleep i'm going to sit with you or lay with you in bed while we sleep right and then the clock turns yellow okay Mella is starting to wake up so we can play quietly in our room. Would you like to read a story together? So again, you're there with the child modeling how we use the clock, but you're doing it with them. So it's not a tool for separation. It's a tool for connection and then it's green and we do a big, happy, good morning, bright lights. So we come out of the room together, etc. cetera. So again, It's a tool for connection rather than a tool for separation. And it's oftentimes that you, you can do this initially for the first few months or, you know, it depends on how old your child is and what their developmental capabilities are and needs are. So maybe you only need to be with them to do this for the first couple of weeks. Maybe you need to be with them for a few months. Maybe it's even longer than that, but eventually they'll be able to do it on their own. So it will happen in time. It's a good, maybe starting point if you're trying to help your child understand what times we're supposed to be sleeping versus when we can play quietly versus when we can come out and play and it's the start of our day etc um, another way that you can use this tool is if your child is having a lot of early rises so say for example they're waking up at 5 30 every morning and you're trying to figure out how you can get them to sleep a little bit longer or at least stay in bed longer you go over the kind of the rules of the clock but again not not enforcing the separation so much you know always creating this invitation that if they really need you you'll come in and stay with them but it's a helpful way to just remind remind your child and you might be there with them that we stay in bed until the clock turns you know this color or the picture comes on the clock and so what you can do is say if your child wakes up at 5 30 you can set the clock to go off on yellow, for example, at 5, um, 45. So like 15 minutes after their typical wake up time. So you know, if you, you don't want to set it at like 615 because then they're having to wait, you know, 45 minutes in bed, which is a really long time for a toddler. So you start closer to their typical wake time. So maybe they're only having to stay in bed for 15 minutes. And again, if they wake, if they signal to you, if they need you, you go in there and and lay with them in bed if possible, or lay on the floor next to their bed. But so then every couple of days or so as that gets a little bit easier you push the time a little later and a little later until that that clock goes off at your ideal wake up time right and so the goal is that hopefully your child would just start staying in bed a little bit longer and realize oh it's not time to wake up yet that doesn't always work perfectly there's a lot of other factors that play a role in early rises and so um, if you are having that issue and you need a little bit more support i do cover early rises in my toddler foundation sleep course um, or you could schedule a one-to-one consult with my teammate Jen to help you work through early rises. Cause there's a lot of factors that go into that, but the wake, the okay to wait clocks are like a very small piece of the puzzle that could be a little bit helpful as long as you're not using it as a separation tool. Right? So anyways, those are my just very brief thoughts on okay to wait clocks. I don't like to just dismiss every tool and say it's sleep training. Because again, most things it's in the way that we use them. We can find balance in the way that we use certain tools. And I think that's also true with this clock. I think it can be used in a very rigid separation based way that is very close to sleep training. And I also think that it can be used in a very connection fostered way that can just help with healthy habits and help our toddler have a visual understanding of when it's time to sleep and when it's time to wake up. And so I think it can be used in a very respectful way. It's really all in how you implement it and your intentions with it. Thanks guys.